We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. So Lamar Jackson's series of late night tweets on Tuesday has unsurprisingly generated a ton of national buzz. So much so, some folks are jumping to conclusions far too prematurely, if you ask me. Pro Football Talk's Mike Florio is one of them, and he floated what I feel like is an absurd theory out onto the airwaves on Wednesday. So coming up in topic one, I'll break all of that down and tell you why. I'm Bobby Trossett, still solo podcasting while Sarah and her family are in Japan. It's Thursday, March 30th, and this is your morning Ravens update from Inside the Vault. So being that we're less than a month away from the 2023 NFL Draft, and I'm sure you're sick and tired of hearing about a certain player, it is time to open the doors to Cole Jackson's film room and hone in on some wide receiver prospects. Plus, according to a recent report from a Buccaneers fan website down in Tampa, Baker Mayfield turned down a recent contract offer from the Ravens. More on that just ahead. We have all that more coming up. Thanks for waking up with the Morning Vault, where you get the most important Ravens news in about 15 minutes. So Pro Football Talk's Mike Florio recently presented his theory on Lamar Jackson's immediate future with the Ravens organization, of course, in the aftermath of his official announcement related to that March 2nd trade request from Baltimore. The tweets that I saw last night before going to bed caused me for the first time to consider something. I want to sound it out with you. I want to talk it out with you. I'm not sold on it yet. Okay. And I'm not saying it's going to happen. Okay. But I remember... Back during the week that we took off after the Super Bowl, I did a few episodes of PFTPM, and somebody asked me at that point, is there a chance Lamar Jackson sits out the 2023 season? My first reaction was he's not sitting out. And then when I started thinking about it, it's like, you know, there aren't many dominoes that have to fall to get to the point where he doesn't play in 2023. And it's as simple as no other team makes a play for him, which is what's happened. The Ravens and Lamar Jackson don't work out a long-term contract. We get past the middle of July, where all he can do is play on a one-year deal. The current tender offer is $32.4 million. He says to the Ravens, I'm not paying, I'm not playing, excuse me, if you're only paying me $32.4 million, I'm just not going to play this year. It's not a huge leap of, of logic to get to the point where Lamar Jackson sits out 2023. 
Okay, so first off, we all know Lamar is the most unpredictable player on so many levels, maybe even the most unpredictable player in the entire NFL. So with that in mind, obviously anything is possible. But similar sentiments to what you just heard there from Mike were shared by multiple members of national media this time last year. And what did Lamar do? Well, aside from OTAs, which he opted to skip and instead work with his personal coach, he showed up for everything else and squashed every holdout narrative there ever was. Now, I do recognize that a lot has changed and negotiations have really ramped up to a point where it feels like maybe, just maybe, a percentage of this fan base is ready to move on and feels as if we've reached a point of no return. But when you consider the thought that this really could just be the business aspect of football, which John Harbaugh alluded to earlier this week, and maybe even lean on past comments from Lamar like these. There was a list that came out, and it was like, could Lamar Jackson hold out? I was like, Lamar is so ready to be back. Like, he can't yeah, wait to go. That was yeah, crazy. Who said that? Why would they question <laughs> me about holding out? I don't hold out for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I love I was football like, too like, much to hold out, man. That's what I said. I was like, this guy wants to win. He wants to be around his teammates. Like, I was like, I just feel like he's more motivated than I've ever seen him. Yeah, that's just clickbait, man. That had to be clickbait. Then it leads you to believe that once this ugly business side of the offseason is over with, Lamar might just stay true to his word and find his way back onto the field one way or another. Now, by the way, that audio is courtesy of The Lounge, the Ravens team podcast back from July of 2021. And let's also not forget what Harbaugh had to say from this week's league meetings in Arizona when he was asked point blank if he expects Lamar to be his quarterback next season. Uh, I do. You know, you gotta you gotta plan for all the contingencies for sure. But uh, I'm pretty I'm pretty fired up about Lamar Jackson. I mean, Lamar Jackson is a great player. Lamar uh, came back in great shape last year. He's fired up to play. Uh, that's the Lamar that I'm looking for. Looking forward to seeing. Can't wait to get back on the grass and go to work, and I'm confident that's going to happen. You got two sides that, that appreciate each other here, you know. And I think I, I think you know Lamar believes in us, and we believe in Lamar, and and we know where we want to go forward. So it's a monetary thing that can be figured out, that can be worked out. That's just a matter of negotiating. And I think we just continue down that road, and eventually it'll get it'll it'll, it'll work out. There's always going to be creative ways to figure that stuff out. You just understand that this is how it works. I mean. Lamar is a great guy, and Lamar's doing a nice job with the negotiations, and I think that needs to be said. People need to understand he's doing a good job, okay? And Eric's doing a good job, and and Eric's getting advice from Ozzy and from Steve, and all those things are being discussed. Yeah, I'm involved in those conversations too, so I know where we're at. There really is no frustration other than the natural, normal. Hey, this is how pro football works, you know. And so that was about as overwhelmingly positive, understanding, and optimistic as it gets, which is admirable given the curveball that was thrown John's way by Lamar just as he was sitting down to meet with reporters. But anyways, I got off on this tangent as a way of bringing it back around to say that what Mike Florio went on to say in that same segment from earlier to me is just ludicrous. Listen to this. When you consider, for example, the fully guaranteed contract, once a fully guaranteed contract or 200 million fully guaranteed, some huge amount of money, whatever it is. Yeah. He, he wants what he wants and he's not going to give in and he's never going to give in. And it becomes a point of pride. That stubbornness becomes ego, becomes pride, becomes I'm not going to give in. Then you've got the agent thing. I'm not going to hire an agent. And he feels like he's getting pushed to hire an agent. What does he do? He doesn't give in. 
he gets more determined to not hire an agent. And I think he's more determined than ever after all the stuff that happened last week with Ken Francis, and he may feel like the union's working against him now, and the agents are trying to put pressure on him, and everybody's trying to paint him into this corner, and he refuses to give in. So now what do we know? What did we learn this week? We learned that he has to be traded by the Ravens. Does that mean he doesn't want to play for the Ravens anymore? Does that mean he's done with the Ravens? He's asked them to trade him. Is he done? Has he decided... I'm done with the Ravens. If that's the case, Chris, I don't look at just 2023 anymore. You look at no team out there that's interested in him. No team out there is making a run at him. If he sits out 23, what do we do next year? What ice is going to break? Yeah. What ice is going to break between this year and next year to get him to be more reasonable in his expectations? Right. I just think that in a weird roundabout way, There's a chance, and I'm not saying it's going to happen, but when you look at all these factors, nobody's interested. He doesn't want to play for the Ravens. He's not getting an offer that he's happy with. We can't find a way. The old Venn diagram with the two circles, we can't find a way to even get him in the same zip code. I think there's a chance he never plays again. I think there's a chance the train keeps rolling without him in 23 and he doesn't play. And then next year, again, how do we break this? If he doesn't hire an agent, if nothing changes, if he continues to be stubborn, if he continues to dig in, when does it change? It reminds me of Colin Kaepernick. It's different, yeah, very different context. But at the core, you've got somebody who's stubborn and wants what he wants. And you've got a group of people who are equally stubborn and want what they want. And there's no middle ground. Yeah. Until there's a middle ground, this guy's not playing. So I'll finish with this. Florio is on the record for obviously thinking that Lamar Jackson should have had an agent years ago. And he can often come across as pretty condescending when airing those opinions. Some of them are valid. I get that. But I'm sorry. The thought that Lamar will get to a point where he feels the need to hold out all of 2023, which would then cause him to potentially never play football again in the NFL, is just absurd to me. This is a 26-year-old superstar in his prime who simply cannot afford to sit out an entire season. And based on what we know about the human being over his last five seasons in Baltimore, he has made it clear. He has made it abundantly clear that he loves football too much to even remotely consider that idea. I get it. People change, and money can certainly often do crazy things to our brain. But I refuse to believe that Lamar would walk away from it all, even if it is an imperfect organizational situation in his mind. Still to come here on The Vault, though, the Canadian guru and film analyst from Ravens Twitter, my man, Cole Jackson, drops by to talk about a certain position group of need for Baltimore this offseason. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. 
And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So being that we're less than a month away from the 2023 NFL draft and we're preparing to flip the calendar to April any day now, I wanted to start diving into some wide receiver prospects the Ravens could potentially be targeting with their 22nd overall selection. So to do that effectively, I called on our friend and Ravens Twitter film analyst Cole Jackson to break down three specific players for you. USC's Jordan Addison, Quentin Johnson of TCU, and Boston College's Zay Flowers, who probably has been mocked to Baltimore the most in recent weeks. But Our in-depth film review with on-camera highlight tape and a bunch of analysis can be found on my personal YouTube channel, but I also wanted to give you a little taste of each prospect just so you can start to familiarize yourself with these guys over the course of the next few weeks. So let's begin with a player who's generated a ton of buzz within this fan base, and that's Jordan Addison, who checked in at 5'11", 173 pounds at the combine, along with a hand size of eight and three quarters of an inch. Here's Cole. Yeah, I think Jordan Addison's a really interesting prospect because he went from playing with Kenny Pickett at the University of Pitt um, to Caleb Williams at USC. And it's it's not that it's a negative thing, but you know, seeing him with such good quarterback play when you compare him to a Zay Flowers or a Quentin Johnson or some of these guys with lesser quarterback play, it, it's important. But he reminds me a ton of Devontae Smith um, playing for the Eagles right now. Kind of a thinner frame, really wiry but super electric. He's got that next level burst. He glides, um, good lower body flexion to kind of make his cuts and and sell roots. Um, So he does a lot of those things really well. Um, As a guy that can move into the slot, he has really good contested catchability, catching in traffic. um, He's a little bit shorter. So going up for those kind of jump ball opportunities isn't his game, but there's, I think one of the clips we're going to look at here is him making a catch in traffic and just his concentration on the ball is super impressive. And, you know, his he, he doesn't have insanely good speed, but he's a really good deep ball player with his movement skills um, and the way he's able to sell roots and the way he tracks the football. He had 25 touchdowns over the last two years. So, I mean, that really shows what an electric factory he can be. And here's Addison himself during a recent interview with Jim Rome. So generally when I'm stepping on the field, I got to make sure that everybody in the stands remembering who number three is. So. When I'm, when I'm out there on the field, I just show energy in everything that I'm doing, whether it's blocking, running routes, catching the ball. Everybody, before they leave the stadium, everybody got to know who three is. Next up is TCU standout pass catcher Quentin Johnson, who, if we're just talking about size and physicality, I'll tell you this right now. Lamar has never played with this kind of specimen at the NFL level. The thing that people are going to get excited about with him, uh, he's 6'3", 208, 
almost 34 inch arms. So he's like your, your prototypical X receiver that the Ravens have been looking for since Anquan Bolden, it feels like where they're looking for that big, tall, long, fast guy. Um, and then, you know, he didn't run the 40, the three cone or the shuttle, but he had a 40 and a half vert jump an 11 to broad jump, um, you know, two explosive measurements. So he's kind of that explosive receiver. You know, he had some insane yards after the catch. He actually had, I think he was 19 missed miss tackles forced, which was 11th in the NCAA. Doing that at 6'3", um, 210 is, is, is pretty crazy. Usually it's those little shifty guys that are making guys miss, but Quentin Johnson has that elusiveness. The only thing I'll say about Johnson that I want people to be just a bit more weary of um, – He's not that physical jump ball guy that I think many people see his size and they think all Sean Jeffrey and, you know, Demarius Thomas and those kind of big physical guys that are going to get up for that ball. Um, that's not his game. He's a finesse receiver. Um, he, you know, he's a deep ball. He tracks the deep ball really well. You know, he's fast as heck. Um, and he uses that yak underneath. Um, so, I mean, he, he has the tools to become that guy. He's got this, this, the speed, the jumping ability, the length. Those things are there, but you don't see it pop out on film where he's kind of physically dominating the guy in front of him. He's more of a, an elusive player. Um, he reminds me actually a lot of former Raven Torrey Smith. And again, that's not, that's not a knock on him. Torrey Smith was a very good player. Um, but Torrey Smith was never that big physical guy, right? He was he was that flanker Z receiver that was going to kind of be that deep threat, make some plays, get some yak. You know, I still remember that Torrey Smith slant that he took to the house. So, you know, it's not a bad thing. It's just I, I think people see the big physical, the, you know, the, the, the specimen, and they expect a certain play style, but that's just not his game. Um, you know, he's, yeah. I see him as a Z receiver, but I also think he's a great outside wide receiver and can complement Rashad Bateman really well. There's absolutely no question this team needs multiple pieces to complement Rashad this fall. But let's finish with a player who's been linked to Baltimore for quite some time now and definitely is on Mel Kuyper's radar for the Ravens at 22. That's Boston College standout Zay Flowers, who, yes, he stands just 5'9", 182 pounds. But despite those measurements, man, he logged a ton of production over his four years at BC. Not only does Mel love Zay, but Steve Smith Sr. loves Zay. And he said in an interview how much he reminded him of himself. Um, which is always stuff like that's always going to stick out to me. Uh, but the first thing that pops is how explosive he is. And Boston College did a really good job of getting him the ball in space. And again, another guy that has yards after catchability. Um, he's got some of the nicest feet. The only guy that I think probably has nicer footwork than him is Josh Downs. Um, but he's right up there with you know his ability to make stutter steps and then explode out of them. Um, he's got four four two speed. You know, he had pretty, I think he had a 10-7 broad jump, which really shows his explosiveness too. Um, but the thing with him and the reason that I think people are need to be more excited about him is the way he runs routes and the way he's able to downshift and then hit the boost when he's going in and out of breaks. His lower body fluidity, the way he paces his strides, um, you know, it's kind of similar to what I said about Jordan Addison. He might even do it a little bit better. Just he's so much more sudden with his feet, the way he, he way he's able to kind of set up groups and snap them off. Um, but I've seen him on a number of occasions kind of down pace and 
I think that makes corners kind of step up to him expecting a break. And then the way he's able to kind of plant a foot and then hit that second gear and explode past them is really impressive. And, um, you know, he has all the tools to kind of be that true deep threat and he has one heck of a my ball ability. So again, we're just getting started. These are just three of this year's deep wide receiver class and Cole's film room in full can be found on my personal YouTube channel and we'll have lots more to come over the course of the next month. So on Wednesday, we learned that prior to landing with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Baker Mayfield reportedly turned down a recent contract offer from the Ravens. That's according to JoeBucksFan.com, which was then picked up by Pro Football Talk. Now, Sarah and I had mentioned multiple rumblings about Baltimore's reported interest right, from the likes of national reporters and Jeremy Fowler, and even local beat writer Jeff Zarebic had suggested it as something to just look out for in one of his recent pieces earlier this month. But I guess the question becomes just big picture. Was the organization viewing Baker as a potential bridge QB or a primary backup to who they hoped would have been Lamar Jackson in 2023? I honestly don't know the answer to that, but what I do know is that Mayfield was hellbent on finding himself an opportunity to be a starter. And he did exactly that, landing with Todd Bowles as Tom Brady's successor in Tampa. Now, in terms of where the Ravens currently sit at the QB position, former undrafted rookie Anthony Brown, who we saw a small dose of last year, he's the only QB under contract on the roster, as both Lamar and Tyler Snoop Huntley are testing the free agent waters with not a whole lot to show for it right now, unfortunately, for their sake. But just to wrap up the Baker storyline all in all, I mean, it honestly makes a whole lot of sense to me. There was familiarity between Mayfield and Todd Munkin since they spent 2019 together in Cleveland, and he definitely would have been an upgrade over Snoop as a primary backup, which is obviously operating under the assumption that Lamar would even be around. But ultimately, Baker declined for a no-brainer opportunity that now gives him an immediate chance to return to being a full-time starter in the NFL. And before I fly, some other quick news items, beginning with this report, according to the scores, Jordan Schultz. Following today's Pro Day in Gainesville, Florida QB Anthony Richardson has upcoming visits with the following teams. The Panthers, Colts, Titans, Falcons, Raiders, and Ravens, last but not least. The 20-year-old, of course, is a projected top 10 pick by all accounts. In other news, NFL Hall of Famer and current head football coach at Colorado, Deion Sanders, offered Lamar some public advice after number eight released that series of late-night tweets on Tuesday. Coach Prime tweeted the following at Lamar, quote, Stop explaining yourself to fools and allow fools to be fools. A brother trying that's strong, believes in himself, and willing to stand for what he believes will always be misunderstood and judged by fools of all ethnicities. I love you, my brother, and I believe in you. Hashtag Coach Prime, close quote. And finally, former Ravens defensive end Calais Campbell is Atlanta bound on a one-year deal with the Falcons. The 36-year-old was an unfortunate cap casualty that Baltimore had to make earlier this month, given the limited space it has available with Lamar occupying just north of $32 million on a non-exclusive tag. Thanks for listening to The Morning Vault. 
We created our show to keep you plugged into all things Ravens. If you've been enjoying our content, please consider joining one of our membership platforms at patreon.com forward slash Ravens Vault Podcast. As you probably know by now, we have been betting on ourselves by creating content independently from any big broadcast station or corporation. And with your membership support, you'll give us a chance to keep churning out daily Ravens content for years to come. We'd also love to hear from everyone, whether you're a patron or not, with comments, questions, or if you'd ever be interested in advertising. You can reach us by email via BaltimoreRavensVault at gmail.com. And that is all the time we've got today. But I will be back on Friday with the Ravens news you need to know.